Hi, my name is Alan. I'm a business designer and welcome to the Beyond Users podcast, where we learn about business to become better designers. Welcome to another mini DMBA episode where we look at one or two business concepts and uh, basically look at how they're relevant for the work of designers. I actually just came back from vacation and this trip reminded me of one of the most important um, business concepts in general, but also for designers or specifically for designers because this is something we can really affect. So I was in Croatia at the beautiful Adriatic Sea and I was actually staying in a camp for the first time. And one of the things that happens when you're camping is you're kind of exposed to nature and to neighbors a lot. So I started talking to some of the neighbors, so the people who were staying next to us. And what I realized is that most of them actually were going to the same spot for the last 10, 20 or even 30 years. It's almost like it's been passing through their family that they go to this exact spot, that they have the same time slot that they go every year. And they have this spot booked for the years in advance. And my business design mind started working right away, just thinking to myself, wow, that's a great business to be in, you know, to have customers that are so loyal that they buy your product or service years in advance and they stay loyal to it. And why this is so interesting and important is because of the concept called lifetime value. A lifetime value is nothing more than just the value of a customer over the entire relationship with the business. So let me give an example. So I was in this camp just once. So let's say I never go back. And let's say I paid 500 euros for staying seven days there. And let's say that the cost that the company, this this camping park that had with me was 100 euros in that time. So it would mean the lifetime value of me as a customer for this camp would be 400 euros, right? Because I paid them 500, the cost was 100, so 400 euros. However, if I go there for 10 years, if I stay for the same amount of time, so seven days, and if I pay them the same amount of money, 500 euros, this means that I've paid 5,000 euros to this camp. And the cost, right, it was 1,000. Because I went for 10 years, the revenue was 500 each year and the cost was 100 each year. So I paid them 5,000 euros and the cost was 1,000 euros. So the lifetime value is 4,000 euros. So why is this relevant? First of all, it's super relevant because it signals the strength of a product and a business model. The higher the lifetime value, the stronger the business model is. You know, higher your profitability, higher growth potential because you have more profit to invest in. And the higher your marketing strength is. Because the higher the our lifetime value is, the more we can spend on acquiring a new customer. So if we go back to your example of me staying for one year versus 10 years. So in case when I'm staying just one year, a company can spend only 400 euros on acquiring me. Right? Remember, I said I paid them 500 euros and the cost was 100 so what they could do for this difference, 400, is this is how much they can spend on acquiring me um, through marketing. However, in case I was going there for 10 years, if their average uh, customer is staying with them for 10 years, they could have spent 4,000 euros on me. And why is this relevant is because usually you're not the only 
company offering a certain product. And the higher your lifetime value is, the more money you can spend on acquiring, more aggressive you can be with marketing, and this means you can acquire more customers usually. One of the basic examples is you can bid more on Google AdWords. So when the bidding war starts, you know you kind of you have a higher lifetime value, so you're just going to outbid your competitors no matter what. Uh, so basically what I just explained is 400 euros that they can spend on me for one year or 4,000 euros if I'm staying 10 years. This is called a lovable acquisition cost. So the difference between the lifetime value and the costs, so the fixed and variable costs, so this difference is how much they can spend on acquiring a new customer. Hence, it's called a lovable acquisition cost or AAC. So this is why this is so important, the lifetime value, because it tells us not just the profitability and the strength of how much we can grow, but also how much we can spend on one customer. Another concept I would like to touch upon is called loss leader. So sometimes companies lose money on the first sale just because they know they can recoup it later. For example, when you subscribe to Netflix or Spotify, in the first month you pay them just, let's say, $10 or 10 euros. This is almost for sure not enough to cover the cost that these companies paid to acquire you. So this first sale was a loss leader. And the reason why they sell it at this price is because they know that on average customers stay longer and over the long run, basically they still make profit. So with the first sale, they just get you into the system and if you stay subscribed for long enough or if you buy a certain product for long enough, then they start making profit. So sometimes making the first sale even at a loss is a good business decision. Now let's have a look at how this, this whole thing, so lifetime value and acquisition costs are relevant to designers and how we can affect them. So first of all, the lifetime value is basically um, a consequence of three things. It's a consequence of how long people stay with us, you know, their loyalty. Uh, second, it is a function of how much money they spend with us. And third of all, how frequently they buy with us. So with our design decisions, we can start affecting all of these things. If we improve retention, we basically improve the loyalty of our customers and they they stay subscribed or they keep buying from us longer. Second of all, we can maybe find a way how we can improve the value for the customers so they buy even more from us. In a camp, maybe they find a way that they improve the toilet facilities or that they give you even a better spot in the camp which is closer to the, to the beach and then you're willing to pay even more. Or you find a way for people to buy more often. So maybe instead of just going there in the peak a season, so in July, August, you also find a way for people to come there in March, April, May, so they basically come more often to your camp so you can increase their lifetime value even through that. So again, you can improve it by improving retention, the frequency of purchase, and um, the value of the purchase. On the other side, we can also start affecting the acquisition costs. And this can be done by also working on the marketing materials. If we improve the marketing flow, maybe we can improve the click-through rate for the ads on Google ads or the Facebook ads or the billboards or whatever. If we start improving those um, conversions, we are basically lowering the acquisition costs. Also, if we improve the onboarding, we can get more people once they're in the sales funnel to actually buy for the first time and stay subscribed, which also lowers our acquisition costs. Cool, so basically these are 
the two topics I wanted to talk about today. And these two concepts, so lifetime value and cost of acquisition, are two concepts that we also cover in the DMBA course, which is basically a business course made specifically for designers. The next one actually starts in a little bit more than two months on September 16th, but applications will open already this month on July 29th. It is not a classical online course because there is a cohort and a very limited number of seats. So there is like a community feel to it, which is also something that previous DMBA participants or DMBA alumni really like about the course. So here is what Paulina, who is working for Cisco in Norway, what she said about her experience of the DMBA. One of the things that I liked most about the program was the community. Because uh, you might feel like, oh, I'm an online course, I might do all this by myself, but actually uh, we are together in a social channel and it feels pretty natural to jump there and ask questions and, you know, discussions happen organically. So I think MBA has a really good balance between individual and social learning. I think that was great. So the next MBA again uh, starts on September 16th. Um, but applications will open at the end of this month. So if you want to be notified when the applications open, you can sign up for the waiting list on the beyondusers.com slash dmba or just simply d.mba. So this is also a domain name, just a single letter domain name. So www.d.mba. Cool. So that's all in this episode. I'll be back next week with the next mini DMBA episode and a new business concept to cover.